Hey folks, it's King from Stay Tuned Sports, and I gotta tell you, I love energy drinks. They help give me that boost that I need to finish all my work, get through game film recaps from all of Sunday's games, and they provide that pick-me-up during a very long week. What I don't love is that crash and the jitters, the gross feeling you get with most other energy drinks. And that's why I tried Dubby, and I gotta tell you, Dubby is a game changer with flavors like Dragonade, Beach and Peach, Galaxy Grenade, and my personal favorite, the Dub Sludge. You can find your favorite or just get them all. There's no jitters, there's no crash because there's no sugar in Dubby. Plus, Dubby contains Neurofactor, an all natural ingredient derived from coffee cherries, which has been linked to enhanced brain function. You go on over to Dubby.gg right now, that's Dubby.gg, to grab the best energy drink you've ever had. And if you enter the code STSPORTS18, in all caps, you'll get 10% off your order. That's STSPORTS18 to get 10% off of Dubby. Be better. And hello there, all you Stay Tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here. Uh, flying solo today, this week. Uh, I think King is still a little little upset over the Dallas Giants game uh, Thanksgiving. I mean, that, that was a good game up until the second half. That's when Dallas seemed to turn it on them. Um, lots to talk about today, though, still. We got the uh, college conference uh, championship weekend coming up this weekend with playoff implications possibly um, college uh, NCAA college playoff committee um, released their their rankings so we're going to talk a little bit about them uh, a little bit of NFL talk and some iRacing news uh, I know it's been a, a few weeks since we talked a little bit of iRacing but we're going to you know Give you a couple minutes of, of, of talk and, and some news and updates about the NSRA Stay Tuned Sports Podcast Truck Series and when's it when is it coming back? So uh, let's just let's just jump right into it. So yeah, uh, let's talk a little college football here. Um, playoff committee released their their rankings, and if, just in case you haven't seen or um, heard, Georgia's number one, Michigan number two after their pretty big um, defeat to Ohio State. Um, TCU is number three. USC is number four after thromping Notre Dame. Um, we'll talk a little bit about Notre Dame too, uh, since that was their their last game of the season. Uh, they'll have a bowl game probably, but other than that, that they're, they're pretty much done. Um, Ohio State dropped to number five. They dropped down three spots. And then Alabama... Uh, moved up to the, the sixth spot because uh, I don't know why. 
I see Tennessee moved up three spots, but I don't know if they, I don't know if they should be there with the past couple weeks. You know, um, a lot of letdown games. The the, the two letdown games they they had this season. Um, but looking at this, the top six here, obviously this year and next year, only four teams will make the playoffs. Um, as of this recording, uh, there's no confirmation yet. I know uh, the bowl committee or the, the playoff committee was still in talks with the Rose Bowl about them trying to be one of the six major um playoff games uh you know i saw that yesterday on espn that they're still talking um about you know coming to an agreement with that but as far as these six teams here you know georgia the past few years has been you know one two or three alabama has been in top four michigan i believe last year was real close and then they they had a letdown game at the wrong time and did not make the playoffs USC finally looks like they're back to how they were, you know, five, ten years ago. Uh, very competitive team. And, you know, watching that Notre Dame game, um, I lasted probably a little bit past halftime. Um, they were just all over our offense. We only really had one good drive, which was like five, a five-minute drive. Offensively, that the, the quarterback they have there reminds me of, Jalen hurts so much. I mean, can make plays with legs, buy some time with with his legs, and I mean, just watching that game, that's what really did kill Notre Dame and, and uh, could not get the the upset there. Um, out of these six teams, you know, I was just looking at the the games coming up this weekend. Uh, I could see possibly Ohio State and Alabama. Sneaking into the, the playoffs. I mean, if, if you look at this week's uh, schedule for these teams, USC is playing Utah, which you would think USC should win it. And that game is Friday night at 8 p.m. But something tells me, like a gut feeling says, this could be the upset of the conference titles uh, weekend. Um, even though I just said that, you know, they pretty much control the whole game against Notre Dame. You know, are they looking past Utah? You know, they're sitting at the four spot, um, which is not a good spot to be in if, if you're looking past the team that you're playing right now. One loss and you're done. You know, you're not making the playoffs. Then if you look at TCU... They're playing Kansas State University. Uh, again, you would think they should win because Kansas State is 10th uh, in the, the rankings here. But everybody for the past few weeks seems like they're they're waiting for that other shoe to drop with TCU. You know, they're 12-0 past couple weeks. Do they deserve to be in there? Um, and... This is what I, I've been saying for the past couple of years with this the playoff, um, these playoff teams. The playoff committee wants to see the big names in there: Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, Notre Dame, Ohio State. Like they want to see all those teams in there, and I don't think TCU is as big as them yet. 
if they could get into the playoffs and make it to the finals or even winning the conference or winning the, the national title, maybe they'll start getting some respect on their name. But if this game is close and TCU barely beats Kansas State and if USC barely beats Utah, there may be an argument to put Ohio State up in one of those spots because, you know, they were 11-0 going into last weekend against Michigan. And even though they lost by... What was it, like 10, 15 points? Um, you look at their schedule. You you know you look at everything else. I think the name alone would push them into that that fourth spot, and maybe USC moves up, and TCU drops out. Now, you know we didn't talk about Georgia and Michigan here yet. I think Georgia should be able to... Georgia should. I, I shouldn't say I think. Georgia should be able to handle LSU. LSU gave Alabama a loss. But Alabama isn't the powerhouse that they used to be. Georgia is the, the Alabama from 5-10 years ago when all they did is win. And Dominantly, so I think Georgia's going to win. I think Georgia's going to hold on to that number one spot. Then you look at Michigan against Purdue, and the way Michigan handled Ohio State, this should be an easy game for them. But again, this could be one of those that they're overlooking them and could slip up. Um, I don't think so. But if if they slip up and they miss the playoffs because again Purdue's not even ranked and if Michigan loses to an unranked team in the conference title game then you gotta think that these other you know three oops excuse me three four teams uh, would move ab- above them so this weekend this weekend's g- games are gonna be real interesting to watch um, I think the Georgia LSU game I'm going to try to watch just because you know fuck Brian Kelly I want to see him get trounced on by Georgia but the TCU Kansas State University game uh, Saturday at 12 and then like I said the Utah USC supposed to be going out Friday night so might catch the tail end of that one but those three games are the ones I'm going to try to watch and um, see if they could pull out the, the wins and pretty much keep this order intact because if all, all four teams win um, I don't see any movement maybe depending on how the TCU and the USC game goes as far as win wise was a close game was a blowout they're the only two teams I could see really flip flopping uh, spots but uh, should be an interesting weekend though definitely, definitely want to tune in and watch So another crazy weekend in the NFL, uh, starting with the Thanksgiving game. 
you know, that Detroit Lions game set the bar so high for, for the weekend. Or for actually for the other two Thursday games and for the weekend. I did not see that Detroit game Detroit Lions game going the way it went. I, I thought for sure they may be able to stay close the first five minutes of the game, maybe ten minutes of the game. But to to see it go down, how it went down all the way to the end, and for the Bills to pull off the field goal at the end there. Um, just a, a very good game. And you know what? Like for how bad the refs have been all year, I don't really think there was any bad calls if maybe one, you know, but you're going to have that. You, you know, you're always going to have one, maybe two bad calls. The key is just not making it that bad to be, you know, to be remembered. Um, But this, you know, that game alone, even though Detroit's been hot lately, are the Bills, did the Bills hit the peak for the season a couple of weeks ago? Like, that's the question that, you know, I, I kind of ask myself now is if Detroit was able to hang in there with the powerhouse of Buffalo Bills, who on most power rankings have that team three or four, are they starting to tail off at the wrong time? You know, I, I know everybody's going to be saying, "Oh well, you know, it's Josh Allen. They're not going to tail off." Even the even the, the the greats out there. I mean, look at Tom Brady. This past this past season, he's not doing the greatest compared to the past couple seasons. You know, and then after that game, you have the Giants Cowboys game, which the Giants were making a game of it. And the, the, the first half of it, I should say, were, were, they were making a game of it. And it was feeling like one of those games that they're going to have to keep close and pull it off in the end. But second half, Dallas kind of turned it on. Um, and, they, you know, even though, score, they, even though they, they won by eight, I think there was like three minutes left when they were actually up by uh, 13 or 14. And that's another question and another reason why I don't think the Cowboys are as good as some of these power rankings. I mean, yes, it was an NFC East opponent and they always play each other tough. All, all those teams in the NFC East, I should say, play each other tough. But if you are going to be considered a Super Bowl contender... You have to be able to beat a, a Giants team that had all practice squad players at, at wide receiver, basically. Injuries up and down the offensive line. You know, they should have won this game by 10, 15 points. Especially with how the, the Cowboys running game was going. Now, I'll, I'll admit I didn't watch the, the Vikings-Patriots game because... Um, I was I was just kind of fed up with how the Cowboys game went. I was, I was hoping the Cowboys lost, um, just because I always want to see the Cowboys lose. Uh, so I really don't have too much of an opinion about the Vikings Patriots game. 
Vikings seem like they're still doing what they they've been doing all season, so they're they're a a top team to to still watch. You know, the rest of the season, see where they 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 fall. Obviously, as an Eagles fan, I was hoping the Patriots won so we could take a a two game lead on them for the number one seed. Even though it's kind of like in parentheses that we have a three game lead because we own the tiebreaker over Minnesota. Um, but getting into my, my Eagles game here with Green Bay Sunday night, you know, we signed Sue and we signed Joseph to hopefully shore up that defense, that inner defensive line and hope, you know, slow up the running game and everything. But to me, it didn't seem like I fixed it. And the only thing that really saved this team in this this game was Jalen Hurts. I mean, he played outstanding. And this this game, and you know, kudos to Green Bay too, because the way Jalen Hurts was playing that first first quarter, first five ten minutes of that quarter, I thought for sure I'd be going to bed at halftime because it was going to be a blowout. He had a hundred hundred plus yards rushing by the end of the first quarter. There was like 20, 30 yard rushes he was doing. But Aaron Rodgers stuck it out there and, and got the team back in there and kind of settled each, each other's out. Um, I just wish that we would stick with the running game a little bit more. That game showed there, you know, you minus Jana Hurts' uh, rushing yards, our running back still had almost 200 yards rushing. And you got a player, Miles Sanders, who's averaging five yards a touch. Why is he not getting more involved in this offense when the wide receivers and tight ends are having a hard time getting open to, you know, getting some space? You know, you got to get Miles Sanders in that running back group a little bit more touches to help, you know, open up the downfield stuff too. Help with the play action stuff. Now, do I feel a little bit better about Philly compared to the past two weeks? You know, when they played uh, the Colts and when they played the Commanders? Um, a little bit. I mean, I know A.J. Brown was playing sick. There was questions about him even playing at all. Um, now we have some injuries on defense. Uh, our safety, Garner, is out indefinitely with a, a kidney issue. He got hurt during the game there. One player's name that actually did pop up about possibly reuniting with Philly is Malcolm Jenkins. And I'll tell you what, I wouldn't be against them signing him. You know, obviously Gardner's going to be the starter whenever he comes back. But Malcolm loves Philly. Philly loves Malcolm. That defense, I think even though Blankenship played well, I think that defense still needs some uh, veteran leadership back there at the, the safety position. And then uh, Jordan Davis was designated for return this week, which is going to be huge because we're going up against Tennessee and Derrick Henry. The key to that game, just like any other team that goes up against them, if you, if you could contain Derrick Henry, you'll have a very good chance at winning the game. 
If they make Tannehill pass with Darius Slay playing how well he's playing this year, a couple of the other cornerbacks who are playing a little bit better, you know, uh, compared to the past, um, I, I think that that will help. Uh, but the offense, you know, even though we put 40 points up, it wasn't like Green Bay's defense was stopping us left and right now. Some of the fourth down stuff that we were going for, um, I think Nick Seriani needs to reel in a little bit of the aggressiveness. You know, if you only need a one yard, I don't know why they were trying to do a quarterback sneak to the outside. You're wasting all that time when all you gotta do is get three feet. If you cannot fall forward and get three feet, you should not be playing in the NFL. Now this this week uh, we have who do we have? I forget who who we're playing this week, but um, no Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, just had a mind fart there. <laughs> Um, it should be a good game. I mean, we're finally going to see what type of team Philly is. You know, the rest of their schedule, even though they're, they're uh, the, the 12th hardest schedule for the rest of the season, you know, you got two games against the Giants. You have one more against the Commanders, one more against Dallas. So right there is a, a winning record with those three teams combined. And then Tennessee... I believe has a, a winning record, but if they're below, if they're 500 or just slightly below 500, again, Derrick Henry is a beast. So they're still going up against good players. Hopefully, we could stop them and uh, pull out some wins. Um, so before we get into our blue picks here, a uh, little bit of announcement about iRacing with iRacing. Um, if you, if any iRacers out there are interested in joining the league, uh, NSRA, the the league that we've sponsored their Friday Night Truck Series the past, I don't know what, two, three years now, um, will be kicking up the recruitment uh, stage of their offseason. Uh, starting this Friday, practice is at 8 o'clock, race is at roughly 9, 10, I think I saw. Um I believe we're at Daytona this week. We uh, we set up like a seven or eight race recruitment schedule here, and we start up the season uh, first week of February. So if you're interested, head over to you know the the hosted races and look for us on Friday night and come join. Um, not sure if I'm gonna be joining that once uh, that night. Uh, I'm going out looking at Christmas lights and stuff, do some family stuff, but hoping I can get home in time. So I'll be in the 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 race there as long as I get home in time. Um, but definitely a good bunch of guys. Fun league. It is competitive. You know, we do get competitive. Um, even if there's issues, you know, if you know you thought I spun you out or I thought you spun me out, we may argue that day, but next day we're shaking hands and saying, hey, good race. So, up next is our Blue Picks, which is sponsored by W Energy Drinks. W gives you focus and energy without the crash or jitters. It has no sugar fillers or artificial dyes. 
So make sure you guys head over to w.gg and use promo code STSPORTS18, all capital letters, to get 10% off your purchase. Um, they just announced today, I believe it was, they have new shakers out. Um, I know they're coming out with two new flavors. I know one, hopefully by the end of the year, is uh, uh, Blue Raspberry, which I'm really interested for that one. Um, but so far, the, the, the two I've tried were the Dragonade and the Peach and Beach, and it's, it's well worth the money. Um, I th- the other thing I saw that they're also talking about doing is um, actually getting these produced in cans as well. So um, definitely a lot of stuff coming up with uh, W here. But like I said, head over to their, their website there, W.GG, and use promo code STSPORTS18 to receive 10% off your purchase. So to review um, last week uh, with our blowout picks, me and Kings, the blowout pick for King, he took KC. They covered. They won by 16 over the Rams. Um, that Rams team is just in shambles. I mean... Poor Sean McVay got taken out by his own player. Helmet to, to the to head there. Um, I took San Fran. We uh, They won by 13 over New Orleans, which thank you, San Fran, because now we're up to the uh, fourth or sixth uh, draft pick spot for the, the uh, first-round draft pick that we have for you guys. Our lock picks, King took the Dolphins. They won by 15. As well as I did. I took the Dolphins over Houston. This week, you know, we're going to see what kind of team Houston is or was. Um, Deshaun Watson's back this week. So does he help them at all? I mean, he hasn't played in a year and a half. You know, so we'll have to see. Uh, the upset picks. Um, King took Green Bay over Philly. They lost by seven. Real close call. Really thought he was going to pull it out. And then I took the Giants over Dallas. That first half, thought I was going to pull it out, but didn't. <laughs> so for this week, um, week 13, I'm taking Seattle over the Rams for my blowout pick. Um, Seattle's just playing consistent ball all year long, and Rams are consistently bad all year long. Um, I think this one could be a 10-15 point difference uh, with Seattle winning. Uh, my lock picks, I have the Vikings over the Jets. And you're probably like, how are you going to pick the, the Vikings over the Jets when Mike White played light, lights out last weekend? Well, here's the thing. If you guys remember last year, Mike White played three games last year. First game, he lit it up. Second third game, he stunk it up. He was Zach Wilson those second and third games. And Vikings are playing just like Seattle, playing consistent Consistently-ish, I'll say. Um, other than primetime and that uh, the, the other game from a week or two ago. I, I think it's going to be a closer game than maybe most people think. But I think the Vikings pull out the win over the Jets. And then for my upset pick, I'm going... Now, hear me out. Colts over the Dallas Cowboys. I don't... Like I said earlier, I just don't think the Cowboys are as good as everybody else thinks they are. And if the Colts team that played Philly shows up, this this could be an upset alert. So 
those are my picks. Colts over the Cowboys for my upset. Vikings over the Jets for my lock. And Seattle over Rams for my blowout pick. And that was sponsored by W Energy Drink. Make sure you guys head over to W.GG and use promo code STSports18, all capital letters, to receive 10% off of your purchase. I think that's going to be it for this week. Um, I know, you know, past, well, since King's been back, you know, we've been doing a little bit longer shows than normal, but I'm pretty sure you don't want to hear, hear me talk for <laughs> that long. Uh, make sure you guys head over to staytunesports.net so you can follow all of our social media accounts and, and uh, any merchandise that you might want to purchase. Um, buymeacoffee.com slash stsports to show your support for the show. We also have a Discord um, server. If you want to join, uh, that will be in the show notes. All you guys come over, talk sports during the week, even when we're not recording, even when football's on or, or baseball or whatever. So until next week, this is your good friend Jimbo signing out.